the ethics of some humans are lousy, and the ethics of humans that are drawn to power are even lousier. A true American hero of the 21st century. Dick Cheney. Dick Cheney. Where would we be without him? Word association. Let's play some games. Yeah. Barack Obama. Uh, possibly an alien. Hillary Clinton. Definitely an alien. <laughs> I am 100% sure. From two separate states and yet no state at all, this is Liberty Radio Denver, Live in the Paradox. I'm Andrew. With me as always, Taylor. Taylor, how's it going, man? It's going okay. Did you do your okay? civic duty today? By uh, sitting at home and complaining? Yes. I th- I'm assuming you mean? Yes, I did that. Okay. I did, I did that. I actually didn't I didn't sit at home. I was I was productive. I went to work. Oh, and, okay. Uh, contributed to uh, our economy. Did you do that? No, because I, I view my civic duty as trying to abolish the state. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> and and, that, and and what you're telling me is that... Uh, Good night from Liberty Radio uh, that, Denver. That was, that was not an option. <laughs> was that, that was not an option on the ballot? No, not is at all. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, correct. No, but I did not, I did not huh. do my civic duty either. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's... I, I mean, I, I, I guess I'm pretty much considering myself a non-voter at this point, but on the other hand, you know, had there been a Ron Paul out there, I'm not that hardcore, I would have gone down there. And I would have I thrown the vote, even though I knew that it was for nothing other than, you know, for Ron Paul, I almost felt like it was like a ticket of gratitude to him, just being like, hey, you put yourself out there for all this, the least I can do is go, like, just throw another tally on the board for you. Right. Even though there's no way you're winning, you know you're not winning, everybody knows you're not winning, um, but you've... Uh, brought so much to my life that I might as well just do what I can, you know, here today. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that, and, I, and I viewed it more like that than I did anything else. Um, but, I mean, I, I can't imagine. It, it would be tough to, to see myself getting down to the voting booth anytime in the future. Uh, I mean, and maybe, you know, a Co-Cash 2020 w- would certainly lure me, mm-hmm. uh, you know, dangle the carrot. I wonder but, how many write-ins um, Adam Kokesh got. Yeah, that's a great question. That's a great question. I wonder how many write-ins in general there were. I mean, it's got to be a record year. I don't know. They, I can't imagine they take count of that, but uh, you would think that in an election year like this, there's probably a record number of goofy write-ins. Mm-hmm. There's probably... Uh, I, I'll be curious to see what the total third-party count is. Um, Nick Saban you know, won third place that. in Alabama. <laughs> no way. No, nah, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, with with uh, we've got Gary Johnson, who, you know, despite all of our gripes with Gary Johnson, will probably pull in two to three percent of the popular vote. Jill Stein will probably pull in some numbers, See, and then that 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 fellow oh, McMullen. Uh, uh, McMullen, yeah, yeah who's probably going to throw to pull in a f- fair number of votes. I I, be, I bet the total the totality of the third party vote will be somewhat high. Five oh five thirty eight was projecting Gary Johnson at four point nine. Which is huge for the five percent. I just don't see him getting that high, man. Yeah, which is I, I know huge for the five percent thing. I just don't see it. it yeah, yeah, I don't either. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I don't see him. I see them, but I, I see the deep state making sure he doesn't get five yeah. percent. Like he gets four point nine seven, or you know. <laughs> yeah, or they just move the goalpost. Right, or yeah. they just move. The, they just change the rules. Right, you know, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's the, it's that simple. And no, and absolutely nobody complained. They will be met with no pushback. Mm-mm. You know, yeah. nobody will report on it. There will be uh, the same people bitching about the same shit every year. Us. Um, and you know they'll just say no, you need ten percent. See Ralph funding, Nader, you know, or some. Yeah, yeah, right. And no one cared so when I, they did I that. I, yeah, I can't imagine that. I can't imagine that. That I mean, it's an. I get it. You you know you you form the party for something, uh, and certainly we have our qualms with the party, but uh, but that they're going to just move the goalpost and beyond just getting that message out there, getting the message of Liberty out there and using it as a platform for that. I don't really see a whole lot of use in trying to play by the rules uh, of 
you know, at the state, it just seems a little bit insane mm-hmm. to me. I mean, they're they're not going to let you do it, and there's no and you might as well just use it as a platform to vocalize the idea of liberty and 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 not worry about the votes as much. Is my is my opinion and your opinion, I, I assume. Yeah. Um. And and plenty of people on kind of on in our camp, you know, more the radical wing of libertarian uh, movement. Uh, and and Ron Paul himself was probably felt that way. It's just it's a, it's a platform for a voice. I, That's all right, it is. Yeah. It's, it's, I've been using this election season not to not to think about who I'm going to vote for. I mean, I, I have right. I have thought about it, but I mean, it, it's m- these topics come up more uh, more and more during election season. So it's easier to kind of inject some some libertarian anarchist views uh, into direct conversation. Yep. You know, what if there was sure, no state? Sure. <laughs> right, and and I and I know that like people like Adam Kokesh will say, you know, we just need to skip the the intermediate step. Uh, but shit, man, I took an inter- intermediate step, and I was a libertarian. I was like a kind of a capital L mainstream utilitarian, liber- liber- top-down libertarian, or however you want to phrase it, for a, a, quite some time. Um, mo- mostly because I wasn't. I wasn't really. Honestly, I mean, I think we've had this conversation. I don't know if I've ever had it online on the on the on the podcast, but I, I don't know that it was really. I I was familiar with anarchism as a as a concept on the fringe of libertarianism but i don't think i was ever personally confronted with the ideas and challenged by them um until really i started listening to dave smith and it way back like before he re- that was back when he had a co-host um i think her name was like jess or something like that and i think he took a break for a while and got back on it with mike brancatelli but brancatelli wasn't even on the podcast mm. uh, uh back then but it's happened to be on the same network uh as as another podcast that i was listening to and got turned on to it um, and that was probably the first time where I was really confronted with the ideas uh, of, of, you know, libertarian anarchism and, and really started to, you know, mull it over and decide, you know, this is this makes sense to me. This makes logical sense. Uh, it, 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 it's probably not going to happen anytime soon, but it makes a lot of logical sense. And it's probably a great uh, a great standard to judge everything else by and just say, are we moving towards this or are we not moving towards this? Um, and and it makes it kind of easier to ethically judge decisions, I, mm-hmm. I suppose. Yeah, I, I think most people in the United States don't know an anarchist. I mean, they might know an anarchist, uh, right. might, but it's not like they know that they are an anarchist. Hey, I wonder what the percentage yeah. is of people that know an open anarchist. I mean, right, right, right. Yeah, it's, it's probably. I mean, how many anarchists are there? I mean, yeah, you know, I, I would, I would guess like one percent. You know. I guess my mom and dad yeah, both yeah, don't know one. I mean, they they do, but they don't know it. But they don't know that they know one. Right, unless <laughs> yeah. they're tuning How in. How many people know that they know an anarchist? Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, shit, man. And there's a lot of people that are really quiet about it. You know, I mean, for example, and for, for, like for any number of reasons, but, you know, well, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but if you take somebody like um, Judge Andrew Napolitano, I mean, he's a Fox News contributor, but that guy's an anarchist. I mean, he just doesn't always come out and say, hey, I'm an anarchist. He just, you know, when push comes to shove, I've heard him say, basically, you have the moral right to avoid the state. You know, that that's more or less his phrase, and he won't say that unless he's amongst very libertarian circles. He's not going to come out on Fox business, and, you know, and, and saying avoid the, the state. Of breaking down like, some constitutional law <laughs> and saying, I'm an anarchist. But right. the guy's an anarchist, you know, he, I I think he ethically just just doesn't really believe in the state. Um, it, so you know, I, I guess it's it, it's a little bit gray. I mean, and and a lot of people at least know of Andrew Napolitano, but I guarantee you that about you know probably on the order of a thousand people in this country know that he or understand that he's an anarchist, and that's mm-hmm. where he comes from. Mm-hmm. It's not that scary a word. It's just, it, it, or I mean, I guess it is to some people, but it, it's just you know, volu- voluntary cooperation between b- between people. That, that, that's all it is. Um, and and 
certainly Andrew Napolitano espouses that, um, although he is a constitutional lawyer. Which is pretty interesting. I, I wonder when he made that switch in between, um, you know, small government, constitutional lawyer to just, like, right. abolish the state. Probably out of law school. I, I would yeah. right. I, I would assume out of law school. I mean, I know that he was hanging around. I think he was hanging around with Rothbard and that crew for like you know back that's in crazy seventies eighties. That's crazy that that yeah. Rothbard was around that long because you know, I, you know he died in like ninety five, right? But I I, I always see yeah, him as yeah. like this this old school you know you know fifties right, right, right. and well, because 60s. he was around for kind of a while. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he, he was. was he, was, he pumped out a lot of material between you know the fifties and, and and the nineties, mm-hmm. and then was and then was you know, big in the foundations of, you know, say the Cato Institute, uh, the Libertarian Party itself, um, or maybe not the founding of the Libertarian Party, but certainly progressing it and, and occupying that radical wing of the Libertarian Party, especially this is the 70s and 80s. And, uh, and, and uh, you know, and he's also, I mean, shit, man, he wrote for the uh, 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 Weekly Standard, I believe, and the National Review, like uh, uh, Bill Buckley uh, publication, mm-hmm. and I think, and, and that, uh, that communist one. I I got something for you. Got? Sorry, I got a key okay, race. Well, I got right, a key we're, we're race watching alert. This. Lo- okay, okay. Florida go on. At, with eighty-seven percent reporting is forty-eight point five percent to forty-eight point five percent. Oh out of, shit! It's Clinton's up. Oh up, man, Clinton's up three nine seven four to Trump's three nine seven three million. Oh my lord, that is tight. Yeah, with 87 percent reporting. So, uh, just to give you guys an update, we are, uh, it is, it's, what, 8.15, 8.17 Eastern right now, so we're, uh, mm-hmm. Taylor's got the, the election coverage on right over there, and he's in charge of all the, all the updates. I'm gonna be interrupting uh, all night. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he's basically got to win, if Trump were to win, he's basically got to win Florida, North Carolina, Virginia, Ohio, and probably Pennsylvania. And and probably Pennsylvania, which is just a ridiculous amount of, of key swing states. Yeah, yeah, it's it's huge. And then d- does he have to win Colorado if he wins? No, that? he doesn't. But I mean, he's only winning uh, by like twenty. I think if you replace any of those states with Colorado, uh, you know, Colorado's included in that. I just didn't say it. Um, okay. You know, you can okay. replace any of those states. I don't. I just don't see yeah. it happening, man. I mean, I mean, Florida could happen. You know, Clinton has dropped heavily in Florida. Um, Marco Rubio is a popular Republican senator. Um, I think that there's a lot of Republican support in Florida, but I just, I just don't. Even if he does win that state and, it's, and he's behind right now, I just don't see him pulling off that many other states. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He certainly. I mean, Republicans these days are up against pretty, pretty tough math to to pull out an election. Yeah, be, yeah. Uh, I mean, because even though, even though uh, the Republic or the Democrats have California, the Republicans used to have used to be able to say that about Texas. And even though Texas doesn't have as many electoral votes as California, Texas is slipping to the Democrats and slipping fast. Yeah. I mean, it probably won't. Yeah, it yeah. probably won't even turn blue for twenty twenty. But beyond twenty twenty, it's gonna be it's gonna be tighter and tighter. Yeah. Which which is right. which is ridiculous to think about. I mean, I guess I guess it Texas is, did it. go Democrat whenever LBJ. Uh, probably. I mean, LBJ. That was a drubbing. I mean, he right. just annihilated Goldwater. Right. Um, and then, well, and then speaking of drubbings, I mean, the uh, seventy-two Nixon is a is a goddamn drubbing. I think. Uh, I think um, he lost Massachusetts. I think that's it. That's that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, and maybe Delaware or something like that. But I think he won forty-eight or forty-nine states. And then I think eighty-four Reagan was pretty bad too. I think Reagan moonwalloped. Uh, but I mean, that was after the stagflation of the '70s. I think everybody was just waiting for a change. Right. 
Um, but uh, so we got the election going on right now. We have no idea which way it's going to go, although we know exactly which way it's going to go. Uh, the same as we have for several weeks now. Although with the, to the ongoing WikiLeaks, it's been gotten more and more, more, yeah. more and more yeah. crazy. Uh, I tell you who the big winner is through all of this: Alex Jones. Mm-hmm. That is who the big winner is. The, and and this guy, you know, if you're unfamiliar with Alex Jones, a why are you listening to this podcast? But b I'll fill you in. This guy has been <laughs> down in Texas, uh, and and he's kind of like a rabble rouser, uh, conspiracy theorist. Um, uh, uh, he's kind of like your starter pack for conspiracy theories, like it, like slash some racial into, like, white supremacy overtones. Yeah, not, not a, there's a little <laughs> bit of that. Uh, <laughs> there's there's a little bit of that. I don't think there's as much of that as people want right, to like, yeah. make it out. But but I mean, certainly there is a little bit of that. I mean, it, and a lot of it is just nationalism. I mean, the bottom line, you know, that, that's really what it is. He's 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 a nationalist yeah. and a conspiracy theorist. Go yeah. figure. Go go fucking figure, that man. Any, yeah, right. Yeah. So at any rate, uh, he's but so he's been basically yelling about you know, and obviously we share a lot of the same viewpoints. He just goes about it in a tremendously um, unscientific and, and dramatic way, I think. Um, although to be fair, a lot of these conspiracy theories, you know, you don't really have a whole lot of evidence. You just go basically by a little bit of anecdotal, you know, as much anecdotal evidence as you can come by. Maybe maybe some fact will present itself, uh, and then a lot of gut and uh, and. You know, I was thinking about this. That, that's, you know, obviously that's that's the, the the slings and arrows that are always thrown at conspiracy theorists. That are like, you know, you you can't really prove anything, and yeah, f- for sure you can't. I mean, but but I'm not I'm not going into a court of law trying to prove this. You know, I'm just an individual acting, I, and I and I and I want to act based on what I, uh, you know, I want to interact with the world around me based on the decisions that I make and the and and and, and my judgment calls. And you know, I mean, well, it's like well, the, I don't have to. I don't have to, if I'm out surfing and I see a, a fin break the water. I don't have to empirically prove that that's a shark to anybody. I'm just, I'm just gonna casually. I'm just gonna calmly, you know, or maybe freak out. But but I'm gonna swim to shore. Right. You know, I don't. Have, I'm not proving this to a fucking jury. I'm I'm acting as an individual based on on my gut, a little bit of my gut, a little bit of maybe anecdotal evidence, as much con- concrete evidence as I can find. And sometimes those are you know not in the ideal proportions. You know, mostly most of the time you want as much concrete evidence as you as you can have. But uh, you don't always get it, and you still have to act uh, based just on on the, yeah. the best decision you can make with what you got at hand. Sure, yeah. But the flip side of that coin is, even though we can't prove anything, neither can they. I mean, their, right, yeah, their source right. of information yeah. is all usually mainstream media and the state, which is hand in right. hand, right? The state has a lot You're, of the state has a lot of uh, reputability and financial loss to occur if they're proven wrong, and so do the major media outlets. For sure. And they're and they're all in For bed sure. with each other. Yeah. So I mean, the, the oh, common yeah, American, all, they, all the only thing that they have against conspiracy theorists is what's reported on the news. And I would say sure. what's reported on the news most mostly. Uh, uh, I'm gonna get get some flack for this. Mostly is factual in in a in, with a huge spin. Don't get me wrong. With yes. a huge spin. Yeah, I, I agree with that. But there is no way that it's even close to like ninety percent factual. Uh, right, you know, right, right. So there's a lot of wiggle room and, and a lot of conspiracy. Well, I think that's coming out. Yeah, yeah, and I is. think that's coming out. I think that's, 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 that's what I'm saying. Doing. I think exactly, and it's, it's just destroying this. I mean, you're you're finding out that, and and it's all the stuff that we've been yelling about. And I say we, not like I, you know, I've been on the level of Alex Jones on a syndicated radio show for 20 years talking about it. But it's stuff that I mean, I'm sure anybody that knows us knows that we've been talking about this shit for 10 years. Is that there's massive amounts of election fraud. 
probably most of it's nefarious and not and and not um, just unintentional hanging Chad bullshit. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's there's all types of, of mainstream media collusion. They're ba- you know the, the the mainstream media is essentially the same entity as as the United States government at this point. Um, and all of this is coming out with these WikiLeaks. If you care to read through them or care to read somebody that's reputable's breakdown of them, I mean that's that's all that's been proven is that is that that, that there's at least uh, smoke if not fire on on massive election fraud on a national level uh, per the WikiLeaks that were coming out you know what the, uh, today and yesterday. Mm-hmm. There's there's certainly 100 percent election fraud in the in the Democratic National Convention. Uh, or, that's uh, basically primaries. proven and. Yeah, well, it is proven. It's it's a hundred percent proven. And then the the uh, the um, you would assume that the Republican National Convention is the same way. I mean, there's no way it wouldn't be. Um, so all of this stuff is starting to come out, and you know the the Alex Jones of the world are are starting to to be finally. Uh, what's the word I'm looking? Kind of justified. Um, the the other thing that really creeps me out is that there's some other kind of darker conspiracy theories like i feel like there's and fun is definitely not the word but there, like there's esoteric conspiracy theories where you have fun like tracking down and looking all like the different you know patterns and like you're like oh you know this you know what is connected to what and then you've just got some downright like gross like sick conspiracy theories and some of those have started to come out with the WikiLeaks. yes um and some of those that alex jones particularly uh, with regards to, say, Bohemian Grove and just the weirder um, actions and I'll say maybe rituals of the elite uh, it ha- have started to um, somewhat materialize in these WikiLeaks and not concretely, but if you were to previously be viewing the world through that kind of grid, um, nothing is unconfirmed and certainly that grid is starting to fill in a little bit. And that freaks me the hell out, man, because some of the stuff that, you know, those on the alternative media uh, have have alluded to, and I mean, not even all, just on the alternative media, what is it on, like, the Nixon tapes? He, he's talking about some of the stuff that goes on at Bohemian Grove, and I don't think it was anything like what came out on the WikiLeaks, but it was still pretty disturbing, and... Um, I'll, I'll say that conspiracy still has legs. Yeah, no. So I mean, so, and, so and, keep going on it. I mean, I mean, so what's up? What's up with the rich with with, with blood so, and with uh, rituals okay, so, and so, with child molestation? If, what, what's up with if you're not right? If you're okay, so if you, if you're not super up with it, you know, as as my my buddy Zach said about our podcast, it's liberty up front and conspiracy in the back. It's like a it's like a liberty mullet yeah. or something like that. <laughs> liberty up front, conspiracy around back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, just, sorry, just an update. Uh, Trump has overtaken yeah. Hillary with eighty-nine percent reporting in Florida. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah. Okay. Keep going. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what what has kind of floated around the conspiracy world for years and years before I, you know, before either of us were even alive, um, is this rampant um, kind of cultish, maybe satanic, maybe sacrificial uh, behavior that happens among a lot of the, uh, when these elite groups get together. Um, and that goes off into many different directions, but a lot, uh, uh, but a lot of it also has to do with kind of child abuse and, and child sex- sexual abuse and molestation and that sort of thing, which is just, I mean, 
Yeah, right. And and I mean, think about a lot of different things. I mean, the church has has had a massive problem with this, and it just kind of gets swept under the rug. I mean, with the help of the mainstream media, the exact. Well, sure, absolutely. But so part of these WikiLeaks, and I don't think I've seen this on the mainstream. Well, I know I haven't seen it on the mainstream media because I watch zero percent of the mainstream media uh, anymore. But is is this? Uh, a, the spirit cooking ritual that came out, and Tony Podesta, the um, uh, campaign chair, one of the campaign chairs, or he's a, a close advisor of Hillary Clinton, is caught up in emails inviting like everybody in that inner circle, and I think maybe even including Hillary Clinton, to these spirit cooking dinners, and, and there's video of him at them, and it's it is just so fucking weird. I mean, nothing, nothing. At, I mean, from a libertarian standpoint, I guess everything that was on those videos is voluntary and, and nothing un, nothing illegal or anything like that, I mean, for, from our standpoint, but, I mean, creepy as fucking hell. I mean, this is, these are, if you haven't read the emails or watched the videos, first of all, don't bother if you're going to get creeped out by that kind of stuff. We'll just summarize it here. It's just brutal, but really just bizarre. Um, but I guess it, it's it's these these rituals where they're using just all kinds of bodily fluids and like kind of i don't know the video was really bizarre it, it was like this woman who i guess is notorious for hosting these things has this like jar of of i don't know it looks like blood but it looks too congealed i think it's probably fake blood but she's like walking around in this like real cultish way and like dumping it along the floor seam and then they have like this sarc it looks like a child size like um mummy like sarcophagus or whatever like propped up in the corner and then she's like dumping it on that thing and and like ah god man it is just so bizarre and and part of it is i guess you like cut yourself and like drink your own blood and like like it is just like what the fuck like can you guys not just sit down drink a beer and watch football like is that not okay anymore like what the hell is this and then there's like other pictures of them like i don't know it just get, it goes off the deep end weird and <clears throat> while that was the only real picture video evidence that i saw of anything i, I mean it's there i mean you can absolutely see what uh, tony podesta there um Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, at least in one of the pictures, I, I'm not. Sure, I can't remember. I think the video is mostly of the one, the head, like I don't know, shaman or yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. Sorry, I appropriated her gender. Is that? Um, but then, I, did you see this? The 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 um, Podesta brothers being imp somewhat implicated in the disappearance of a of that that missing child. You didn't see this. Oh, well, it, this one is certainly, you know, the, the spirit cooking is out there, proven, that's done. Like, there's just no debate about it. You can go look it up in the WikiLeaks. You can find videos with Podesta in it or pictures, and, you know, that's there. So just, you know, set that aside for move that. Let's move past it. Then this other shit comes out, and it was like a 4chan or Reddit effort where, okay, so do you remember this? I didn't remember this, but it was because the event happened during that like four and a half year fog that a lot of people call college uh, for me. So I, there is no part of this that I recall, but there was a missing girl in the UK. And apparently this was huge because I looked it up. I did a little bit of research and apparently this was huge, like on the level of Princess Diana and the girl's name was like Madeline McCann or Madeline McCann. I don't remember. It was like 07 or 08. Yeah, it was like, yeah. And, um, so I guess what happened was these UK parents were on 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 uh, vacation in Portugal, and they're what? 
yeah, holiday. Um, they're on holiday down in Portugal, and they're they're. I kept I I, I like was looking it up, and I got distracted, and I kept like trying to find if these people were important people or like why they would be the subject of a, a child uh, abduction. But they they were down there, and they were at a restaurant nearby, and apparently they were there, and they were just going back and checking on their kids like every you know thirty minutes to make sure that they they'd put them down to sleep, and they were out at dinner probably you know just like kind of having a glass of wine and relaxing without the kids, and they were just going back and checking on them every half hour or something like that. And uh, and they go back one time, and the kid's gone, and it's like this I don't know six year old or or five year old girl, their their daughter, and. Um, it was a big deal, I think, because they were implicated. They were persons of interest for like two years. And then they finally got off on DNA, DNA evidence or something like that. And then for some reason, like uh, what's that football uh, star's name? Um, Beckham took particular interest in this case. Like he's kind of tied up, not, not tied up in the case itself, but tied up in like helping fund like private investigators. And then they were like reopen the case and, and, and then they started to interview like eyewitnesses and dude, it is the freakiest fucking thing. So apparently this happened like almost, this was like kind of real time, like two days ago, like the 14, like some emails came out and like were linked to it. And it in complete happenstance like two or three years ago back in 2013 or 14 or something like that the police like scotland yard released their like a bunch of evidence from it because i guess they kind of gave up on the case and they just said they just kind of like got rid of it and they had released the um the, the 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 police sketches of what eyewitnesses had put together uh for for the two suspects in the crime and 4chan put those two sketches up next to tony podesta and his brother and my god man dude you gotta pull it up it's insane i mean it could be completely circumstantial i mean it could be complete coincidence but like knowing what these people are tied up into what the fuck man i mean and 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 you know it's like you're your your head starts to spin and you know that they're implicated in a lot of these child things now i have no idea what relation they have with this family or why that child was wanted or anything like that but dude i tell you what with everything else that's coming out and that when you look at those two when you look at the two brothers in like a real photograph of those two brothers and then you look at the police sketches from scotland yard holy shit i mean it makes your skin crawl it's it's crazy it's crazy. I mean, when you look back at this whole thing, I mean, look back at the last four months, and I know we talked about this a little bit in the last episode, but, um, like, starting with, like, WikiLeaks dropping emails and, like, the lead singer of Blink-182 was emailing Hillary Clinton's staff about aliens, and then, and then <laughs> you're like, what the fuck? And like, I mean, how much crazy shit has come out and just completely redefined the way that you, well, maybe not the way that we look at the world, but I mean, for anybody that, that wasn't necessarily privy to the conspiracy side or was kind of like holding out on the conspiracy side and, and for anybody that's actually willing to look into these WikiLeaks, um, how affirming it is to the way that we actually see the world. It's, it, it's actually a little bit depressing, <laughs> you know, no, <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what's much more likely? Yeah. Yeah. Well, 
Right. Yeah, exactly. And five days ago, if you had told somebody that they were involved in spirit cooking, they would have looked at you like you had 10 heads and then look at where we're at right now. So my, my, my gut feeling says that, look, it, just kind of deductive reasoning. There's a reason that there's doing, they're the, doing these rituals, right? I mean, I assume it's not just kind of passing the time. These people are super busy. Um, so if you believe that they believe that they're obtaining, I don't know, some kind of power or some kind of something or whatever, um, and there would be a way for them to, to increase the effects, I'll say, uh, that certainly leaves, leaves the thing pretty damn open-ended as to how far they'd go. Um, because these people are sociopaths. I mean, don't, don't ever forget that. It's not like you're dealing with, you, you know, your, your next door neighbor human being. Uh, these, these people are complete fucking psychopaths. And I think if nothing else, the WikiLeaks have shown that. I mean, beyond a shadow of a doubt, beyond an absolute shadow of doubt, these people are sociopaths. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Right. I know it's, it's it's complete insanity and uh and it it, it just it, it's just kind of sickening to to think to think uh where it, where it could go and uh and I don't know we'll see I don't think the WikiLeaks uh I don't think WikiLeaks is done um I don't think Edward Snowden is done. Oh yeah. Oh, it'd be crazy. It'd be crazy. Well, let's get into that. But let's 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 go to break though. Let's go to break. Let's come back and we'll we'll get into kind of where we're going with that. break in the meantime we've had some developments in the election world uh looks like trump may have taken florida uh i I guess all of this is pretty tentative or i don't know ap ap news declared it so who knows i mean um but sounds like he took it uh he's more or less taken the entire southeast it looks like except north carolina still leaning blue slowly turning um slowly turning red though so still got a shot jeez and Ohio looks like it's still leaning red, uh, and Pennsylvania looks like it's leaning blue. I mean, do you have any update on Pennsylvania? No. None whatsoever. <laughs> hmm. Well, we'll see how red. that plays out. Uh, but um, I don't know, man. What, 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 I can't even remember what we were getting into or where, where we were going with that. I know I kind of cut you off there going into nah, the I'm not worried about it. Um, but um, I was thinking about uh, kind of a, a metaphor describing, you know, in the classic you can't vote you can't complain uh kind of rhetoric that drives all of us fucking crazy um and it starts to kind of get the gears turning on what you should do or what we should be doing as a as a group uh, and uh, uh, you know for this movement and i'm thinking like you know obviously like get the word out get the, you know that's all the the, the classic shit um but you know a lot of it's a, a little bit absent of real like big action and I, I think that's I think that's 
kind of fine for now. And I also don't think that voting necessarily counts as like your big action. I think that's mm-hmm. just bullshit. I think it's it, you know it's ridiculous. Obviously, I don't even think it counts. But um, at this point, um, but I, I was thinking about it like this: like if you if you if you know. Uh, like if you look back at let's say Marie Rothbard or even Ron Paul during the 70s, 80s, like during the Cold Scare, uh, they're in the Cold War, and uh, and if you read Rothbard, you know, or, or I even think Mises and like a lot of these guys were saying like, you know, there's really no reason to fear Russia. It's an unsustainable system. All you have to do is wait. You just wait it out. I mean, it'll collapse. I mean, just they, the, there's no pricing mechanism. They're going to misallocate resources and eventually collapse. It's just going to happen. Um, and maybe even in in nineteen eighty seven, that would sound crazy. But then what nineteen eighty eight or eighty nine? They did, and uh, and and uh, a lot of times it's just kind of like waiting a little bit and, and playing that waiting game and just being there to help kind of put things back together a little bit. And uh, and I'm wondering, I mean, is it is 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 it going to be this abrupt? Uh, because I mean, the, the system the system that we're that we're currently using is obviously unsustainable. I mean, we're racking up insane amounts of debt. We're completely debasing the currency and misallocating resources due to falsely low interest rates. I mean, it's just, it, it's it's going to happen. I mean, much the same way the Soviet Union, although it's probably not going to be as spectacular a catastrophe as the Soviet Union. Um, well, or, or it could be, I suppose. Uh, but the same machinations that are caught that cause the soviet union to fail will cause us to fail if we continue down this route it's just a complete misallocation misallocation of resources and a complete debasement of the currency um when it happens i don't know nobody does but i'm wondering you know is that the play is that the, the play for for all those on the liberty side of uh, of the, like the individualists is that you just kind of ha- like keep an eye on it and 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 just understand where to be like understand your positioning in order to help kind of like as it's falling kind of catch it almost you yeah know, but what kind sense? of i mean once the once the country defaults or or collapses i mean only i'm not, I'm not saying only state control is going to fix that but you know some kind of powerful statist entity is going to be the one to take over in that section yeah they're gonna they're, they're gonna try and solve sure. uh they're going to try and solve the state's deficiencies with more state power. Uh, it's it's mm-hmm, kind of mm-hmm. what all. Well, they're going to try to. They're yeah, going to try gonna, to. No, uh, nothing points. You know, nothing they're, they're points me to, to them not succeeding at this point. Well, I guess I guess when you look back at uh, you know look way back. I mean, look at the Magna Magna Carta, or you know look at the Enlightenment. I mean, the, there was a big shift from basically absolute monarchies and then back you know to democracies and republics uh, you know that we've made these shifts before in in human in our history and are we due for one soon to to take that next level of shifting control down uh, maybe not necessarily all, all the way to the individual um but are, are we are we poised for another um almost like you know it's like creative destruction like a, a company will will do will will do something but then they won't you know they'll fail in some way but then some other company will come pick up the pieces and do something even better with it almost like that you know like are we at that point where this democracy slash republic slash kind of like representative um government thing did its purpose i mean it did draw power away from absolute monarchies uh you know until it ultimately gets corrupted and everything like that uh 
but it did it did do that purpose but it didn't take it all away so does it fall apart and then and now somebody has to pick up the ball and run with it and and you know like that creative destruction idea is is my mm-hmm. question and and I don't know what the what the intermediate step is but well, um, well maybe the state collapses uh, and um the powers just turn back to more local governments because that's all that matters you know right yeah i mean that that could certainly be it uh, it's something that looked a little bit more like yeah the federal right. government defaults and this and the states kind of pick it, pick up the pieces and you know barring invasion from another country we could you know maybe pick mm-hmm. it up from there uh and then you know from the states then you know i mean it's just, it's just a it's just a trickle down i guess um I, I certainly if you live in a state like colorado as as you do and as i plan to again soon um you know the population's not all that big you know it's it's a lot easier to affect change on that level um and it's also a lot easier to kind of avoid the state i mean if you if you imagine colorado as a separate country if you imagine montana as a separate country you know drive an hour out of the front range and 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 th- th- nobody's going to come mm-hmm. fuck with you i mean it's just not going to happen They're, the resources aren't there to do it uh and if you can by any chance get a voluntary taxation or sorry that's kind of a contradiction in terms of voluntary funding <laughs> voluntary for your uh, yeah like voluntary funding for your infrastructure or what would be Donations. seen as like almost almost like a voluntary taxation as some sort of intermediate step um you know all the better yeah that would be right. that would be incredible uh so that you know it, it i'm just wondering because it just feels like there's sand in the gears at the top and at some point the the wheels are going to come off and I don't know when that is, and I don't know what that looks like, but, you know... But, I mean, I even though more for, state control to, to, to catch keeps happening... Uh, I mean, even though more state control keeps happening, uh, the more corrupt it gets, the more statists it produces. I mean, people just want... Like like the Bernie fans, they want to fix the... They want to fix the government's problem problems with more government. I, I, don't, I don't understand no, how people don't see the contradiction. I know, I know. No, I know, I know, I know. Well, I mean, it, it's just gaslighting by major media. So that's why governments always try to control the media ASAP. You know, you, you have to have it. Um, and and that I attribute mostly to to that. Um, but, you know, it, the state grows and grows and grows until until it collapses. And, and then, you you know, is your opportunity to strike. I don't think your opportunity to strike is during that, uh, during that growth period. I think it's during the, the chaos that ensues now. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, I guess if you look at like, uh, I don't know, like the Bolshevik revolution and then, you know, Lenin, was it Lenin? And, uh, you know, there was chaos and then Lenin came in. Um, uh, you never really know, yeah, or maybe, you know, Lenin to Stalin or something like that. Like you never really know, what you're going to get mm-hmm. after chaos like you it, there's just no real guarantee and it could always get worse um but you know it could get better i guess right i mean I, you know the 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 if you look at germany under hitler that that one under, underwent a, a, right. a massive collapse and and it did get better it, it's still not great it's still not what you what you want but you know they're not exterminating mm-hmm. their own people yeah so I, I think nice. i was looking something up um the other day and i'm gonna look it up just real quick again but angela merkel has been in power for a ridiculous yeah a ridiculous amount of time yeah i I have her page opening now yeah assumed office november of 2005 yeah i mean that's that that is a long time 
Well, even back in their their old like the days between World War One and World War Two, I, I think their 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 term limits were like seven years, or their their terms were seven years. Because I mean, what was it? The, the uh, Hitler's part the, that was the Third mm-hmm. Reich. So that was nineteen thirty what nineteen thirty two, and it was coming out of nineteen thirty nineteen eighteen or something like that. So I mean, it, they had just been elected in thirty two. So I mean, yeah, it's like about seven year terms. Right. So it was the third okay. one. That makes a little bit more sense. Um, seven year terms. I, is I guess long term. It's more. Yeah, I know, man. It's and to crazy. think FDR ruled and for sixteen years. Well, I mean, Pat, minus his death. Yeah, you know. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. Yeah, fifteen yeah. years, right? Yeah. Yeah. The, long time. the way really long time the, especially the, now man especially now like you know the difference between 1925 and 1940 was you know probably pretty big but not nearly this you know the difference between 1995 and yeah, the way my history teacher explained limiting the presidential terms after fdr was that the the american revolution wasn't that long ago and people thought of fdr as a new king and they didn't want to have a new king so they limited it to two terms that's the way my history te- and I always remember that for some reason you know you just hold on to random things that you hear in school and yeah um, that's that's one thing I held on to but I'm like what and looking back I'm like now like really yeah is that is that for real I mean that oh, was yeah, like a hundred and seventy years after the American Revolution like jeez <laughs> yeah yeah what like are you a talking really about lady time. you're scaring me <laughs> lady you're scaring me um. I'm sorry. I'm just checking in on the, checking in on the uh, the electoral map. You got any updates over there? Um, I mean, Trump's still winning in Virginia. I don't know which counties are reporting or not. Um, I assume a lot of the heavy yeah. left counties aren't reporting just because he has such a big lead. Um, Florida is not called by CNN yet. Uh, oh, actually, no. They I saw him called right by now, AP. Yeah, right now Trump's up like five, four or five percent in Virginia, and it's red. Um, he's up in Florida. Uh, he's up in Wisconsin. He's up in Michigan. Damn. Uh, he's up in Colorado. I mean, I assume like these big cities aren't reporting yet, just because. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's got to be. Um, yeah, dude. I mean, I'm I'm looking at this New York Times map, and it is way more red than I thought it would be. Uh, yeah, yeah, I got Virginia's seventy-four percent reporting, and Trump's up uh, forty-eight nine to four sixty-one or forty-six-one. Jeez, man! If Trump wins this, that really like uh, uh, basically throws out our, our last uh, episode where we claim the elections are rigged out yeah. the window, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we haven't published it yet, so um, just... oh, we did. No, we okay. published that one. We just keep we? that yeah. one on the back yeah, burner. So. Yeah, we just have one in the can, guys. So you guys mm-hmm. got two tomorrow for anybody that wants to catch up on an outdated election, uh, uh, upcoming election <laughs> info. <laughs> uh, shit, dude. I don't know. I don't know. Do we do we have anything else? I mean, we're 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 on the precipice of uh, you know it's election night, and uh, and and looks like things are way closer than than. I, I think at the beginning be at of the point. episode I mean, we were saying that Trump has no chance, <laughs> and this yeah, yeah. And like and already, forty minutes later we're like it's it's eight fifteen it's yeah. nine fifteen your time or uh, East Coast time. And uh, and holy crap! I mean, I'm on I'm I'm on my Twitter feed and like I follow a couple like for like just trading accounts like for you know for for yeah. exchange trading accounts and like stock trading accounts and all of them you know are they're telling you how to trade this thing so they have money on the line on the election they probably don't give a shit who it is and everybody's kind of indicating like holy shit uh, cover your bets for Trump because it's really like it might go that way I'm seeing it uh, uh, certainly on a couple yeah. Um, 
risk off as fears of a Trump win kick in from FX Street wow. News. And I mean, I, these are completely, you know, th- these are guys that are trying to, you know, they're foreign exchange markets that they're trying to bet it. Jeez. Um, I, d- I would not have expected to be here an hour ago. No, not at all. That. I mean, we obviously weren't. But I mean, there's 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 a uh, audio proof of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, shit, man. I don't know. Do you, do you want to sign off and we'll just watch the rest of this thing and we'll catch everybody on the the, this the is, other yeah, side? Yeah, this of is this getting so interesting that I'm kind of like hole. I'm kind of like <laughs> yeah, looking I over my shoulder right it. now, just kind of staring at the TV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Let's let's call it there and. Uh, and uh, and we'll catch everybody up, uh, you know, on the on the other side of this godforsaken election, and hopefully it's hopefully it's finally fucking over because I am so yeah. so sick of it. Uh, but if you're listening and you like the show, uh, remember to tell a friend. Give us a follow uh, on Twitter at goodnight underscore soon. That's G O O D N I G H T underscore S O O N. Uh, go into iTunes. Give us. We always give the one, one star. star challenge. Give us a one star review and an awful rating. Please, guys, get on there and do something. I mean, we just want, we just want, we just want some action. Just give us some action. Uh, uh, yeah, and tell a friend and and uh, you know, live free. Good night, guys. Yeah, you know what it is. Everything I do.